I just hit a pretty exciting milestone in my business, and today I'm gonna break down how I made that happen, so stay tuned. What change becomes possible when 100,000 people are impacted by your work? This question came to me one day and I have been working to find the answer ever since. Hi, I'm Jess and I help online course creators amplify their influence and create a movement with their message. And on this podcast, I am sharing the simple strategies and systems to help you impact more people with your programs so you can create quantum growth in your industry. You are listening to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Jess here, and today I want to celebrate with you and share with you some of the lessons and some of the things that I've done to hit a brand new exciting milestone in my business. So if you're not using Kajabi, one, what are you even doing? (laughs) But two, you may not know that they have what are called hero milestones in your business. And when you hit a certain income level or various income levels along the way, They send you some recognition, a little bit of swag, and just really celebrate you for reaching that level of success in your business. And this was actually one of the things that I fell in love with about Kajabi back when I joined in April of 2019. I loved the recognition. I loved feeling like I was celebrated, that I was Um, had something to strive for, like hitting goals like that was always really motivating for me. So seeing that it was baked into the course platform, I knew upon many, many other things that Kajabi was definitely for me. So I remember one of the first milestones that you can, or the very first milestone you hit is making $1,000. And I hit my $1,000 really very quickly. Even before my 30-day trial was over, I had made $1,000 in Kajabi. And I was so excited to get the Kajabi Hero t-shirt and my little 1K pin. And I knew that I was going to keep getting these milestones. I knew that this was going to keep pushing me forward. And it took me about a year to get my 100K. And it took me about another year to get my 250. And I just got the email that I have crossed $500,000 in course sales run through just Kajabi since I joined in April of 2019. So that's just over three years, just almost three and a half. And I am just completely blown away. Partly because I wasn't really tracking this milestone like I had been the other ones. I really put my head down and decided to focus on doing the things that would make that happen rather than focusing on that number. And maybe if you're a manifestation coach, you'll tell me that was the wrong way to go about it. But I made it here, so I'm going to go with it. (laughs) But I was just like, holy crap, like half a million dollars in sales or in cash received, like in money revenue that has been generated from my business, just my courses in the last three-ish years. Holy buckets. So I was thinking about this and I wanted to share how I was able to make that happen, how I made half a million dollars with courses in just over three years. I feel like this is one of those big lessons or things that really can make a difference when you're just starting out, right? I remember starting out and feeling like everybody was three steps ahead of me. Everybody was already making six figures. Everybody had this figured out. 
and that I was missing something or that maybe there was something that I didn't know that other people knew that could get me to where I wanted to go. And I believe that success leaves clues. I believe that when people are successful, you can learn from those people. And so I wanted to share the things that I did and how I was able to get to this milestone and how I plan to continue moving forward to hit the next one and the last one, which is a million. After you hit a million, they don't send you fun things anymore, which I mean, is cool. Like you've made a million dollars. That's kind of a fun thing in itself. But um, it's crazy to me that I'm about, not about to, but that the next milestone is the last one. So let's dig right in. So the first thing that I did that enabled me to make half a million dollars with my courses is I simplified my offers. Back when I started my business, I had a million offers. I had at least 10 and I was launching them all the time. I was constantly selling something and I was jumping around from what I was selling from day to day, week to week. And so my audience really didn't know when or how to jump in with me because I was always selling something different. And I'm grateful that I had that experience because it taught me what not to do. And I really felt like at that time, like I was running on a treadmill. I was working so freaking hard trying to get somewhere and I wasn't getting anywhere. And so one of the things that has absolutely attributed to this success is simplifying my offers. When I went all in on one core offer, it allowed me to get really crystal clear on the messaging and who I was attracting for that offer. This is something that I think is not new, right? You hear so many people say like, go with one offer, like go down to one offer. And in some ways, I obviously I agree, but In some ways, I see the resistance that people have around this. And so rather than like going to one offer, I recommend simplifying your offers. Figure out what feels good to you and pick a couple core offers or like three to four maybe things that you love or problems that you solve and how you can help people. By simplifying my offers, though, it really enabled me to dial in on what I believe to be the most impactful piece of marketing, which is your messaging. I love the saying that if you try to talk to everyone, you talk to no one. And I think that is so freaking true. I do not agree with niching down to like the demographic. I don't think that you have to help like busy moms or like women in their 30s who are corporate workers. Like I think that that kind of niching is completely nonsense. But by getting really clear on the problem that you solve and focusing in on one problem, And then maybe if you want to have additional offers, think about the problem that comes before that core problem and then the problem that comes after that core problem and solve those three problems. But rather than thinking about who that person is in their personal life, think about the problem that they have and how you can speak to that with your offers. And by structuring your offers to solve one problem or a series of problems that the same person is going to have over the course of their journey, you're going to be able to attract the right people in a really laser focused way. Rather than creating all the things for all the people or worse, what I was doing, (laughs) creating my offers or creating offers that my audience was asking for. I think that that's a trap. Um, But rather than being a short order course creator and just like, oh, you need an Instagram program? I'll create one, even though I'm definitely not an Instagram expert. Rather than doing that, really focusing in on, okay, what is the core problem that I can help this person with? 
And how do I help them solve it in the most effective and efficient way possible? And then how do I dial in my messaging to keep attracting the people who have that very specific problem? That simplification was really key for me. Another way, and we're going to go on into number two, is that I really created a simple sales system. I simplified my sales system in a big way too. I really believe that we don't have to make people jump through hoops to buy our things. I will say this until the cows come home, but I feel like deadline timers are a waste of money. And I think that doing like really complicated sales funnels, you lose people along the way, right? If you think about pouring water from point A to point B, if you have one pipe that takes them from point A to point B, the majority of the water is going to get there. But if you have like six different pipes all kind of pieced together, people are going to leak out at various places, right? So rather than creating a complicated, fancy sales system, I recommend creating a simple sales system. And this is really what has helped me to create this level of success. The first thing that I did with my sales system was that I decided to say F it to every single industry norm that you either had to go evergreen or live launching. I don't know who decided this. I do not know who was sitting at their desk one day and said, live launching is bad, evergreen is better. And then the other person who said, evergreen is bad, launching is better. And we created these two camps that you should only do one or the other. I think that is completely backwards. And I think that the people who are still preaching this in this industry are out of touch. And I would highly recommend looking at that messaging with a discerning eye and say, who says that live launching is bad? Who says that evergreen is bad? And really realize that without both, you're missing opportunity to serve your audience and to create revenue with your programs. So leveraging both live launches and evergreen is how I was able to create half a million dollars in three years because I had a system that brought in people during a live launch and continued to convert them during evergreen, which then brought in new people who then continued to convert during a live launch round and round like the beautiful carousel that it really is. So that was the first thing with my sales system was letting go of this like turf war of live launching and evergreen and realizing that it gets to be both. And when you do both, that's when the magic really happens. The second thing with my sales system is that I kept things really simple with the tech. People are completely baffled when I tell them that every single thing in my business is run through Kajabi. (laughs) And this was like this in the beginning too. I was really looking for an all-in-one tool. I really wanted to build a simple system. Early in my business, when I right before I joined Kajabi, I had a Squarespace website. I was using MailChimp for my emails and I was looking for like more sophisticated sales technology, right? I was using PayPal buttons, like it was super low tech. And I was like, okay, I need a payment processor. I need a landing page builder. I need an email system. I need like all of these various things. And everything that I was finding, I had to connect it all with Zapier. And if you don't know what Zapier is, uh, good on you, right? Because Zapier is kind of a mess. But I was like, okay, so either I have to duct tape all these things together or like there has to be a better way to do this. And that's when I found out about Kajabi. And I went all in with Kajabi. Like I said, I made my first 1K in less than 30 days because I committed to making the program work for me rather than like dipping my toes like most people who do a trial of a new software. 
And so I built out the website. I built out landing pages. I created a blog. I created like podcast show notes on Kajabi. I built an evergreen funnel with like time, like certain times and things using just Kajabi. You don't have to have ever webinar. You don't have to have Demio. You don't have to have click funnels. You don't have to have ConvertKit. You don't have to have all of these things that will ultimately not connect at some point. Like there will be glitches. It's technology in order to be successful. And by keeping my tech simple, I've eliminated a lot of tech headaches, and I also have a very closed system. Everything runs within the same thing, so there are no connection issues. There are no glitches in that system because it's all in the same system, and it's all built to talk to each other. And if you currently are using a bunch of different things to sell your programs like Deadline Funnel and Click Funnels and Upsells and Downsells and Zapier and all these things, you're probably overcomplicating the tech. Like I said, I really fully believe that people do not need to jump through hoops in order to buy something. And with that, having simplified tech really not only makes your funnel simpler, but it also makes everything about your business simpler. It makes your sales system far more simple. And then the third piece of that is that I have this very deep trust in my audience that they will buy when they are ready to buy. I fundamentally believe that what is meant for me will be for me and that I could not lose a client if I tried and that I could say all the wrong things and still the right people would be a hell yes to work with me. And that has absolutely been the case every single day of the week. I've had people come to me in the weirdest freaking ways to work with me, and I've never had to have a sales page or anything for them to say yes. And so if that's true, if I can have like multiple five-figure clients come to me without having to put them through a funnel, then maybe sales is an energetic game and all the complicated things you've been taught to use are just ways to make other people money and you don't actually need them. And so really fundamentally trusting that like I am divinely supported and that everything that is meant for me will be for me and I could not possibly fuck it up if I wanted to has given me so much confidence and so much peace in my system because people will come when they're ready to come and those people will be the most empowered, aligned clients because that's what comes to me when I don't put urgency and scarcity and fear into my sales system. And I think that that's what has attracted the right people to me anytime that I have ever made a sale. So that's number two. (laughs) And then third, the third way that I made half a million dollars in just three, little over three years is that I really continued to uplevel my self-belief. I remember standing in my kitchen after I had decided, energetically decided that I was going to make $100,000 in my first year in business. I had just stopped being a Beachbody coach. I had only made like $1,500 a month in my business up to that point. Like that was my highest monthly revenue. And I had never made more than $20 an hour at a corporate job. So that's like $38,000 a year. And I had never, I could not even fathom what $100,000 looked like. And so there was a moment where I got in my head and I was like, who are you to make $100,000? Like, you don't know how to make $100,000. You're an idiot for thinking that you can do that. And then, thank God, my higher self chimed in and said, yeah, you're right. I don't know how to do that, but I know that I can do anything I set my mind to. 
And I was like, ooh, higher self, that's fire. Yes, because there's a lot of things that I've done in my life that I had no idea how to do until I did them. One of them was graduating college in four years. I certainly shouldn't have gone to college, let alone graduate in four years, but I made it happen because I decided it was going to happen. And I knew that I could do anything I set my mind to. And so the only thing I had to do to make it happen was set my mind to it. And that was a much easier task than trying to figure out how exactly I was going to bring in $100,000 in a year. And at the end of that year, I did make that happen. I could not tell you exactly how besides the two things I just told you right before this. But I think the biggest piece of that was believing that I could make it happen and believing that the only thing I had to do to make it happen was set my mind to it. And that truly is what created that for me. And while I didn't necessarily do that specifically for this goal, I knew that 500K was inevitable for me. I knew that it was just the next step and that it was going to happen whenever it was meant to happen. So it wasn't that I had been manifesting this goal or focusing on this goal. It was really just that I knew that it was going to happen. And I trusted in the divine timing that it would happen when it was time to happen. And but every step along the way, I've had to continue to up-level that self-belief, continue to do that inner work, continue to recognize the limiting beliefs and the limiting thoughts that I have, and then listen to the higher thoughts that are the ultimate truth. And it hasn't just been me, right? It hasn't just been the work that I've done in my head, there's a few things that I've done along the way that I think could be really helpful for you if this is an area that you're struggling with too. And I actually have an episode from a a week ago, two weeks ago, I think, about the 10 mindset shifts that I made to bring in more money on demand or bring in more like passive revenue. And that's super helpful too. But the first thing that I would recommend is really journaling. And I'm not the best journaler. I kind of get like, like tongue tied, or I don't even know what to say. Like, like when you don't, you're speechless, but when you're writing, that's how you'd say it. I get like speechless when I'm trying to journal and I'm like, uh, I don't know what to say next. And so that has been really a practice for me. But anytime that I am playing through a thought over and over and over again, I journal it out and I ask like better questions in my mind to kind of work through like, where is this feeling coming from? What is the belief that's creating this feeling? Like, is this belief ultimately true or is it a fear that's holding me back? And I really can work through some of those thoughts by writing it out. And I have found that very cathartic. Another way that I've done the inner work to get to this level is working with an incredible coach and energy healer, Jen Casey. If you don't know Jen Casey, uh, she was my coach for a year in 2021. And you can find her on Instagram at Hey Jen Casey. And she is by far the most powerful coach that I've ever worked with. And she does some incredible energy work that has completely shifted some of the things in my life. And I remember having an experience um, at her mastermind retreat, the first one that we did in Sedona in 2021, and she moved some really powerful shit in my body. And like I was like sobbing and it was very powerful. And I feel like that opened up so much for me in the last year since that experience, but just being in her energy and seeing how she shows up in the world and working with her absolutely 
clutch. So if you have any opportunity to get in the energy of Jen Casey, highly recommend. But working with somebody that can help you move through things. And that takes me to number three, which is working through childhood trauma in therapy. (laughs) I started seeing a therapist about a year and a half ago now, and working with a therapist and going through therapy has been one of the most impactful experiences of my life, not just in my business, but like in my motherhood and in my relationships with my husband and with my family and with my friends and really kind of unpacking traumatic instances in my childhood and working through some of that stuff. Um, It's been incredibly impactful. And if you do anything, if you have some stuff in your history that comes up, or even if you don't realize it, but you have like shame around visibility or any kind of stuff that's holding you back in your business and a coach hasn't helped you fix it, like that hasn't helped, I highly recommend going to a therapist, getting professional help. I think that it's really unfortunately still stigmatized, but it has been so impactful for me. And I absolutely credit like working through that deep shit to getting to where I am and where I'm going next in my business. So I hope that this was helpful. To recap, the first thing I did was I simplified my offers. The second thing I did was I simplified my sales system. And the third was I continued to focus on my self-belief and continuing to grow and go from there. And I'm at that crossroads again, right? Like like I said, the next milestone in Kajabi, and I think just in general in business, is a million dollars. And I have a lot of stuff to unpack around that number and what that means and what who millionaires are and the kind of people that they are and preconceived notions that I have that maybe I even didn't realize that I had that ultimately will keep me from accepting that as my identity because I've created this preconceived identity of what it means to be a millionaire, right? We have all this crap that subconsciously is keeping us from having and receiving the things that we truly desire. But like I said, I know that I can do anything I set my mind to and that I trust that what is meant for me will always be for me and I could not fuck it up. And that just by believing that it's already mine, that I can have and receive and create anything that I desire. So I hope that this has been helpful. I hope that it was inspiring maybe. I don't know. (laughs) But I want to share. I thought that that was a fun little milestone to celebrate and I'm bad at celebrating myself. So I wanted to do so publicly to break through that previous belief. I used to be bad at celebrating myself. Now I see the power in sharing my wins and my experiences. So very excited to share that with you. And I am so excited about the workshop that I have coming up very soon. Um, You can learn more about that in the show notes. Definitely check that out. And I will see you in my next episode. 